1: was willing to work with you on this understanding you do have a life outside of football. You're, you're more than just a football from the team. I think, you know, since I came to this organization, it's been an amazing, uh, you know, it's just been an amazing experience for me to come to this place and be as supportive as I had over a long period of time. And, you know, I read all these stories about all these different places I was supposed to go or could have gone. And I'm like, I only was going to go to, you know, one place, which was here, you know, and I think this whole organization knows that and, All the conversations that we've had over a period of time, I chose the right place for me and uh, very proud of the effort that everyone's put in to make the relationship work. And uh, Joel's been amazing. Um, Jason's great friend of mine. Um, Bruce, Todd, uh, all the coaches. Um, It's been an amazing relationship and I'm very grateful to everybody for allowing me to come down here and experience this part of my football life, which Uh, you know, I look back and would probably be incomplete had I not had it. So I'm happy I've had it.
0: Late night, W-E-E-I. It's KJ. Tom Brady. Oh, boy. Seems a bit Kanye-ish a little bit now. Face looks different. Just saying things out of left field. (laughs) Using a curse word within the first four words in a sentence to try to explain your feelings. I get it. It's all those flashing lights, Tom. And so there was word that Tom went away for a couple of weeks to be on the Mass Singer. I made the argument that you don't have to go to a Hollywood studio for two whole weeks to film yourself to be in a costume in one day. That you can walk and chew gum and be, you know, You can go do the mass Singer and go on vacation with your family. Then it was Tom was on vacation with his family. He couldn't. Change it then the Botox stuff and everything. Part of me wants to say as a fellow Leo to Tom, look sometimes what you put in is what you get out and if you're putting a lot of feet into the media what you've done like you have over the last few years it goes back to is the the photo of Tom is he walking in the stadium or is he walking out of the stadium It kind of starts with that. just this insensate need to be noticed. And when that happens, people can start to make assumptions about you because you consistently are putting yourself out there. But what's not fair are the latest allegations or rumors that there's problems in his marriage and that it stems from him coming back to play football. You you, you don't get that deep. and You're not that far into a marriage for for like, it's either football or me. She knows, like he's two hits away from like it's not gonna be him again. And that's not fair because when people don't have answers, they tend to make assumptions when you put yourself out there in the flashing lights, like Tom has done. I've been one who said I I don't think the sadness in Tom's face has anything to do with his marriage. Maybe a little bit of the mass singer to go disappear and do a little contractual things because he Fox is still giving him his money to be on their staff even though I wonder if it works. Like if if he if he's in a game that's aired on CBS and they want to talk to him after a game, does he have to refuse it? I wonder. It's just me thinking out loud. That maybe he did go do the mass singer. And I've said if that's what he did during practice and you know, I'll put it this way. The more I think about it now, is hey, if he went to go do that, there was no way he can control during that doing that at a different time. That's why it could be somewhat possible. The marriage thing, like that's something for sure you don't know. Like wife, kids—they're off limits. You know, like you're not seeing Tom—you're not seeing pictures of Tom with the blacked-out things over his eyes, like a Justin Timberlake video or something, like paparazzi chasing that. That's not—that's not what's going on. And Tom is not going to stop people from saying what they want to say and believe or whatever because if it provides a cover of what may really be going on. Then you just don't respond to it and people are going to say what they want to say anyway. But I want to read something to you. It came out about a month ago and I think it's why Tom has a little bit of look in his face. Though it might be Botox. But a little bit of kind of stress in the face. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell today. This is back in... Early August. Notify the Miami Dolphins of the discipline impl- imposed for violations of NFL policies regarding relating to the integrity of the game. Let me read that last part of it again. NFL policies relating to the integrity of the game. Today's announcement follows a six-month investigation covering events from 2019 to 2022. That was led by a former U.S. attorney and SEC chair, Mary Jo White, and a team of lawyers, Blase Skippy. The investigation focused on two subjects, whether the Dolphins violated league rules prohibiting tampering with a player and a coach under contract with other clubs, and two, whether during the 2019, the Dolphins intentionally lost games to improve the club's draft position in the 2020 draft. Tampering. The investigation conclusively established violations of the anti-tampering policy On three separate occasions, get ready for the stress in Tom's face, folks. One, the Dolphins had impermissible communications with quarterback Tom Brady in 2019-2020 while he was under contract to the New England Patriots. These communications began as early as 2019, continued throughout the 2019 season and postseason. These numerous and detailed discussions were conducted by Mr. Beal, who in turn kept Mr. Ross and other Dolphins executives informed of his discussions with Mr. Brady. Do I need to go back to that first? Roger? De- See, Roger Goodell today notified the Miami Dolphins of discipline imposed for violation of NFL policies relating to the integrity of the game. There's nothing going on with Tom's family. And so what if he filmed the Masked Singer? That's a contract, and who wants to be a guy known that's kind of violating a contract yet a third time in less than three years? Just saying. And yes, he might have gone on vacation with his family right after. Back to this tampering thing that Roger Goodell released last month, too. The Dolphins, again, had impermissible communications with both Mr. Brady and his agent, during and after the 2021 season, while he was under contract to the Buccaneers. These discussions began no later than early 2021 in December and focused on Mr. Brady becoming a limited partner in the Dolphins and possibly serving as a football executive, although at times they also included the possibility of his playing for the Dolphins. Both Messers, Ross, and Beale were active participants in these discussions. That would make me stressed in the face. That right there. I've been hanging on to it like Donkey Kong hangs on to barrels and vines. Look it up. I'm trying to tell you. The stress you see in Tom's face, the cryptic words at the thing. I believe during these two weeks he was gone. He was having private conversations with the NFL. How are we going to handle this? It would be the biggest story in the world. If the NFL is about to bring the hammer on Tom Brady for a whole year, you negotiate. I'm, I'm 45. I'm tired. Yeah, because you know what? The hammer may be coming. Here's something further in this section, section under tampering from Goodell's statement. Quote, the investigators found tampering violations of unprecedented scope and severity, says Roger Goodell. I know of no prior instance of a team violating the prohibition or t- on tamper, tampering with both a head coach and star player to the potential detriment of multiple other clubs over a period of several years. Goodell goes on to say, similarly, I know of no prior instance in which ownership was so directly involved in the violations. You don't think Tom Brady is jumping up in a cold sweat every... (sighs) Because Roger Goodell notified the Miami Dolphins of the discipline imposed for the violations of NFL policies relating to the integrity of the game. This has nothing to do with Giselle. That's all page six crap. What's probably going on is the word unprecedented has been used before with Deshaun Watson. So you're gonna tell me that Tom Brady's pro his his going gone afoul of the integrity of the game has been unprecedented? Let me read that again. The invest quote the investigators found tampering violations of unprecedented scope and severity. I know of no prior instance of a team violating the prohibition on tampering with both a head coach and star player to the potential detriment of multiple other clubs over a period of several years. I didn't even read the Don Yee statement. Because that that involves, like, Sean Payton just disappearing. Remember, like, oh, man, Sean Payton's on the way to the Cowboys. Ah, no, Sean Payton's kind of pulling what they did when they started rolling out those names from the trash can, the debacle in baseball with the Astros. Carlos Beltran, I'm about to become the manager of the... Mm, 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 I'm stepping away. Alex Cora, yeah, I'll go ahead and take that punishment. All those dudes suddenly d- disappeared out of the game, so that way when it came down, they're like, well, you know, I said I wasn't going to be available for managing this year. So if you think that Brady is having marital problems and that's why he looks the way he is he's in his face, well, let me tell you, the a guy who's been married over 10 years. It, tough years, year one, year 10. After that, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Right, And if you're of well means and and you're always recognized, trust me, there's not too much you can get away with, especially now with cameras and people extorting people. And look, this, no. I would bet more money that there are no marital issues than I would if you said lay a bet on, do you think Roger Goodell's having a conversation with old Tom over the last couple of weeks outside of camp? Now that the Deshaun Watson debacle is over? For them, because that was priority one for the league. We got to handle this Deshaun Watson thing. And once that was handled, Brady goes on vacation. Mm. See, Deflategate, this is before Zoom and all that stuff. I need you to come into New York. But now, it's not even about coming into New York. It's not about doing the perp walk into Goodell's office like it was, because technology can allow for Goodell... And Brady, start discussing what we're going to do about your name in these two sentences and tampering, handing down this hammer to the Miami Dolphins owner, Stephen Ross. The Dolphins had impermissible conversations with Tom Brady. There's a different one for his agent. Because most people think, oh, well, if he talked to his agent, now here's where I would say that Tom would have nothing to worry about. If the Dolphins reached out to Don Yee and Tom Brady never got back to Don Yee, that's all on Don Yee. Yeah, Don Yee's about to see Don three, because I think the NFL is about to drop a hammer on him from preventing him from representing anybody in its league for three years because the dude's in the the middle of tampering. And his involves a coach and a player with multiple teams. Phew. Don't believe this whole mess that Tom's marriage is up in flames. It goes up like if like if a new kid shows up and it's not Giselle's, then OK, I'm wrong. But after anything inside of that, once you've been married for many a years and, and you and your life is still safe, man, that stuff has worked out. It's not like your first year where, you know, your ex-girlfriend is still calling you at night. I just told you, you really don't want to be married to me. It's just all your friends. and You still take her calls. So you do know, no, that's year one if it goes into year two, then you need to start talking to some people who are like, you know, bro. With girlfriends, you never have to go hire a lawyer to get to break up. With a wife, you've got to hire somebody to represent you to get rid of it. It's a relationship you have to hire a lawyer. So trust me when I tell you, I find it very hard to believe that there's something wrong with Tom and Giselle. And that he's having Botox. And Kardashian's like, think, here it is right in the document unprecedented scope and severity, or Roger Goodell's words. I know of no prior instance of a team violating this pro, you know, prohibition on tampering with both a head coach and a star player. You know, back in the day, you know, someone robbed a bank and you were in the getaway car. They couldn't technically ch- charge you the way they charged the guys who went in there with the guns. That's all changed now. You're no different than the guy in the gun and the person sitting waiting in the running car. When things become unprecedented or unprecedented, they set a precedent. And there's no way that the NFL wants to go into this year, what, a year away from a television contract, for its star player, its marquee player, who should be on the get a Harley to every town you go to, thank you for what you've done for these two decades of football, and showing that age doesn't matter with talent. Probably should have won MVP last year, but they fell in love with Aaron Rodgers too quick. Almost had a 27-3 comeback, which was negated by a play, preventing you from going to a second straight Super Bowl. Why would you have stress in your face if you're doing all that and you got like a $30 million a year job waiting for you? Waiting for you. Not like, hey, we might hire you. No, you've been hired. And you almost have to wonder if they find you in violation and going against the integrity of the game. Who's not to say there's not a morals clause inside of that 30 million a year deal with Fox? Bro, we can't have you. That'd be like Calvin Ridley, you know, doing a doing a little three-minute pre game betting, you know, the little bet sweet thing, kind of, you know. Here's Cal Calvin Ridley's five five-team parlay, you should play. No you're a violation of the integrity of the game. And the NFL wants to do something to you. You would have a lot of stress in your face. All right, Patriots. Of course, down to roster cuts and now some noticeable names uh, are starting to pop up, maybe who the Patriots look at. I'm going to say a couple of names here, and then I'm going to tell you whether I like them or not. But you'll hear a buzzer when I say, I don't like them. So the first one, and this is... I'm not surprised at him being cut. That's Alex Leatherwood, left tackle for the Raiders. Um, I remember, well, yeah, I agree right there. Yeah, Alex Leatherwood is a no, and here's why. Number one, if you're getting this cut, if you're getting cut this early and they didn't even try and make a trade for you, like, I think what the Raiders see, and I don't even know why the Patriots would even think about it, because (laughs) Josh McDaniels is seeing it firsthand. But... The Patriots are thin in offensive line, but I would be cautious. And even they're like, you know, well, Leatherwood and Mac Jones played together at Alabama. Yeah, I'm starting to kind of say, you know, do, did you even know if he, like, they might have made fun of Mac. You know, Mac was back up, you know, say something stupid about him, you're like, no. But Leatherwood has a discipline issue. There was a game last season, maybe the season before, uh, well, last season where, this guy was called for like three straight false starts. And I remember the the reporter or the the commentator just talking about the absolute lack of focus. And I guess what Josh McDaniel says, uh, it's not gotten better. Give me that buzzer one more time. Alex Leatherwood, yeah. I don't care if Belichick tries to rehab him. It smells like an offensive version of, of, of Albert Hainsworth. Marlon back, running back, released by the Texans. No. Here's one that's pretty interesting. Well, no, because he's yeah, he's already picked up. He's already been scooped up. Philip Lindsey? No. Duke Johnson? Ah! I'd take a flyer if he's still available. Things move fast. You have to think about who's the third down back, you know, now that James White has retired. Duke Johnson does catch the ball out of the backfield. He's caught at least 40 passes for 400 yards in his first five seasons. So I, I take a flyer on that running back situation because Max's going to need another receiver, especially when the line falls apart. Like, it's my favorite play on Madden, if I ever play on Madden, is the halfback screen. Because the halfback screen allows your offensive line to fall apart, right? And then scoot and toss something out of the backfield. O.J. Howard didn't make the Buffalo Bills 53-man roster, and no. You know, they just kind of reconstructed John New Smith's contract to move some of his salary to bonus, which is a way I think the Patriots are saying that like, they're going to try and create room to bring somebody in. Um, You, you definitely would want to hear the season finale of KJ and Dondero Sunday morning 9 to 11 here on WEEI as we we just kind of break down like who is what and what is not. Right, Tyquan Thornton is put on the injured reserve, so he definitely can't play the first four games. So there goes a continuity. Issue. So maybe, maybe there's an eye on a receiver. Um, I don't think it's gonna take too much to get an offensive lineman in, but you would think if you're getting an offensive lineman in that's quality, then why would that offensive lineman be on their way out? Right, Alex Leatherwood, like offensive linemen are, are like <laughs> they're like finding gold. And if someone cuts one and you haven't made a trade, you didn't hey, think about it. They didn't even trade. They didn't even offer up Alex Leatherwood for trade. They just cut him. That that says a lot about discipline and lack of focus. Maybe it can change, but you'd rather see that during an entire off season versus, Hey, we need you to come in and fill a hole. And suddenly the hole gets bigger. You're like, Oh, I didn't know it had, you know, knives on the bottom of it. It was ripping more of the hole wider. Um. Yeah, I, I just don't know what the Patriots are going to be looking like. Well, I have an idea, and I'm trying to soften my stance. I do believe it's a five-six win team. Maybe that sixth win, the sixth win, may come January first, with 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 the with the Dolphins at Foxborough, and that win may be the win that makes sure that the Dolphins doesn't get in, don't get into the playoffs, and at the and that the, the 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 Patriots get to a sixth win, I, I think it might just be that rough this year. So, you know, look, I just try to be honest. I just try to call balls and strikes as I see them, and you know, you just see how brutal that schedule is after the bye. You know, yeah, you get the Jets right out of the week, and you might be five and five after that Jets game, and then you still have to play the Bills twice. <laughs> got to play Miami again. You've got the Thanksgiving game in Minnesota four days after you have a game at at whatchamacallit at it, uh, at the Raiders. You got a lot of things happening right there. You got a Thursday night game after a Thursday night game, sun you know, a Sunday game, then a Thursday game and then a Thursday game all on the road. It's it's gonna be rough. All right, next I play a fun little game called Would you rather either would you rather more likely to either or it's three questions in one. And you can play along here next on WEEI. Thanks for hanging out. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T Mobile Essentials versus comparable
1: available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
0: Yeah. Late night. WEEI. Keep it going. Keep it going, Andrew. Because it's the crescendo in the buildup on late night, Friday night. Red Sox 1 9. What feels good? Yeah. Thank you so much for st- hanging out and just being here on a Friday night. It's KJ. All right, you can bring it down. Oh man, Serena Williams, her run at the U.S. Open is over, and I thought she would have kind of like a Jimmy Connors run where it would go into the weekend. It would be the big story, say a Sunday match, but she loses five seven seven six six one to Asia Tom Um She's one of the top five greatest of all time, Serena Williams. I don't, you didn't hear me say in women's sports or ten of all time of all time. And when you think about how Venus started to fade away from the limelight and Venus was clearly at one time the much better player than Serena. Serena tended to be very wild and uh you know a lot of power but not a lot of finesse. Whoosh, boy, that changed. Like you would almost have to say that there's a there's a very there's a very large similarity between the dominance of serena williams and the new england patriots i would even say maybe even a little more to serena because with the patriots there's kind of like the second act right but serena what has won a match in the 90s the 2000s the 2010s and the 2020s that's crazy so salute to serena especially her her sister venus as well venus plays... Such a big part in this story of Serena Williams. You know, if it's an sh- iron-sharpened iron type scenario, um, there was no one sharper than Venus Williams, especially coming up as the prodigy around that same time when Tiger Woods was coming through, a lot of pressure. Serena was able to learn from that. You know, sometimes they say, you know, the younger brothers and sisters learn from what big brothers and big sisters do right and wrong. There was very little that Venus did wrong. And, and and this I don't know who needs to take notes on this, but Serena Williams and Venus Williams were the reason why you watch tennis. For God's sakes, I don't I, I don't know when Venus really played last last played singles tennis. I don't think it's been it's been some years. But ESPN primary showed their doubles match last night as their main product on a Thursday night. Those in his industry, you know, must see TV Thursday. Thursday is important because they still know the power of Venus and Serena Williams with the racket in their hand. Venus Williams is the one that goes to Wimbledon and says, we're the ones that bring the eyeballs. Equal up the pay is the men's purse. And they said, okay. I don't know who needs to hear that, as the kids say, but someone needs to take notes. Because you watch tennis and Jokic and Nadal, they're cool. But to see Serena Williams play tennis? I don't think you'll ever see like that, something like that again. All right, college football today announced that they will go to a twelve game playoff system, and I say thank you God. It won't be any time before twenty. It won't be any later than twenty twenty six. But my goodness, I just get rid of the Tidy Bowl Bowl, right? Like all these bowls that you play December one, and that bowl season starts on December twelfth with the 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 Cotton Tooth. And, and and sugar smacks bowl. I, you, you, yeah, what I'm pointing at is that you've got to make these games important. And so you start at December one, the finale is that second week of January. And it'll give you enough room to get all those games in. and every week you will get a top tier game. you know, So you're gonna start with maybe like one of these outsiders uh, who' like going undefeated and you know in one of these you know mid major conferences. They'll be the first week up, right? It's no it's no different than the jobber who gets housed in wrestling, right? So congratulations to college football for thinking about the fan, especially December 1st. Because you couldn't get me you can't get me to watch college football before January 1st. It's been that way for years. All right. Andrew, you ready to do something fun before we get out of here? Yep. All right, hit it. All right, we're gonna play a little game here. It takes three questions. And piles them all into one. Would you, 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 rather more like the two? Either or I ask of you. Would you, 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 rather more like the two? Either or I ask of you. All yes, right. with would- three questions, would you rather more likely to happen? And either or. All right, they, so the. F- anything, sports, life. You keep it up, keep it up. Keep the the music up. All right, here's how it works. Would you rather trade Nelson Aguilar now to get value or keep him, take a chance at a banner season and resign him? What would you do? Would you rather trade Nelson Aguilar now, Andrew, or keep him and take a chance at a banner season and resign him? Keep him. His value is shot anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look, when it comes to percentage of caps in the league, Kenny Galladay 1, Keenan Allen 2, Cooper Cup 3, Nelson Aguilar 4. The Patriots are number three in the league in terms of spending on wide receiver. I would say try and get value now. All right. More likely to happen, Andrew. Red Sox finish within four or five games from the last wild court spot or the Patriots to win their first four out of five games? Definitely Red Sox. (laughs) I'm with you there, my brother. All right. Either or. Either stand in a crowd for Taylor Swift tickets or stand in a crowd for this year's WNBA Championship Parade. Give me T. Swift, no question. What? I would have to go to the parade because... One, I would get a great spot at this WNBA championship parade. I would, I, it would be like me standing right at City Hall, right next to the Lombardi Trophy with the duck boat. So, give me the parade because at the the Taylor Swift stuff, man, you are got a mo- bunch of emotional people. They're all sad. The girl's got two jets. She's singing about boyfriends who know that she's crazy and they get rid of her. So, there's no joy there. But at least at a WNBA championship parade, there's joy. See, that was a, that was a first time trying that, right? Like. It's our first time trying to bid. I, I, I know, I'll know how to tweak it next time we play it. So <laughs> you would rather keep Nelson Aguilar because you see he has no value. That's why I say you get rid of him. Okay, you think the Red Sox are more likely to finish four or five games from the last wild card spot than the Patriots are to win four of their first five games. For sure, yeah. And you would stand in a crowd for Taylor Swift tickets. I would. I wouldn't. Oh, man, get me out of here. You get, where's my exit music? Get me out of here. <laughs> That's just absolutely crazy. I do not want to hear that. All right, remember, Red Sox, 4-10 tomorrow, going for four in a row. And I'll be back for the season finale of KJ and Dundero, 9 a.m. Sunday morning here on WEEI. Have a great Friday night. See ya.